0: beginning with verse 13. God is good all the time. time. Amen to that. Evildoers are trapped by their sinful talk, and so the innocent escape trouble. From the fruit of their lips, people are filled with good things, and the work of their hands brings them reward. The way of fools seem right to them, but the wise listen to Advice. This time we would like to go to God in prayer. Brother Charles Turner, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. The way of fools seem right to them, but the wise listen to advice. I'd like to share a little while this morning on making the grade. Making the grade. All of you kids this morning, you know we had prayer with you getting ready to go back to school and things. All of you that are ready to go back to school, raise your hand. No, parents, you got to... Wait, just wait a minute. All right, kids, how many of you kids here this morning are not ready to go back to school? How many of the rest of you are just asleep and have no idea what the preacher just said? All right, parents... How many parents or caregivers are here today are ready for their kids to go back to school? <laughs> all right. How many of them here are not ready for them to go back to school? <laughs> now, you're not the caregiver. You can't do that. Remember, we'll have uh, an altar call to the end church if you got those all wrong, right? <laughs> Going back to school is a little mixed emotions, isn't it? Some folks just can't wait to go back to school. Some folks... Some kids are studying all summer long. Some kids say, I want to be back with my friends. I want to see my friends. I want to be back in a routine. I was always the guy that was like, I wish summer break was up to Christmas time, and you just went to school from Christmas to the 1st of January, and that's all you had to do, right? It was done and over with. School wasn't uh, something that I looked forward to. I remember as a young boy, you ever got, did any of you, when you were in school, did any of the rest of you ever worry about your report card? No, preacher. We were always the A students with no problems. Oh, I worried about I didn't really worry about it when school started. Back then, now, I know things have changed. You teachers that are here, Megan, and some of the rest of you could have straightened me out here. But we had nine weeks. And we, uh, I didn't worry about it for the first eight and a half weeks. I just worried about the last few days before it showed up. And it would show up, get this now, it would show up in our mailbox at the house. And I remember sitting around staring and looking at that mailbox, thinking, Lord, I'm going to get out there first. I'm going to get that report card. Mom and Dad's not going to see it. But you know what? Somehow Dad always got to the mailbox before I did. And he would bring me back into the house, and you had to know my dad. Dad was the one that talked to you. My mom was the disciplinarian. She took care of business, let me tell you. She was, I've told you she's five foot, but let me tell you what. She had one good swing on her, I can tell you, from very much experience. And we would sit down in the living room, and my dad would pull out at the report card, and he would start looking at it. And I could tell the farther he went down how much trouble I was in. Because his head would start shaking and shaking and shaking. And these were his famous words that he would always say to me. You know what it was? Son, we need to do better. And I'd always want to say back to Dad, never did, because remember my mama, the disciplinarian, was sitting over to the side. I always wanted to look back at Dad and say, We? You're not the one going to school every day. You're not the one taking all these tests. It's me having to go. Well, most of our kids here, we're not going to worry about that because we're all going to make good grades this year. Amen? And all of us parents are going to be happy with all of the grades that you make. You ever wondered what your grade would be as far as being a Christian? Making the grade. What would your grade look like as being a Christian? I believe as a Christian that God wants us to learn and have knowledge about our Christianity. Amen? God wants you to be able to make the grade. He wants you to be able to put the work into it. He wants you to be able to say, I'm going to do my very best, Christ, to learn and be more like you every day, and I'm going to put some of those classes that you give to me and examples of people that do those things I am going to live my life like that every day. I'm sure many times that Jesus would look at you and He would look at me and say, we need to do what? We need to do better. We're not passing the grades that we should. We're not doing what Christ wants us to do. We're not acting or being the Christian that Christ wants us to be. We were talking about this morning in Sunday school about how being a witness and being able to to share to Christ to others. One of the things that we have to realize, folks, is it's more to being a Christian than just showing up on Sunday morning, isn't it? Amen? You have to what? Live that every day. You have to make the grade every day. You have to be willing to say, I am willing to be the teacher that goes out and tells folks about Christ and not only tells them about Christ, but they see it in the way I what? the way I live, the way I talk, the way I handle situations in my life, the way that I am able to build and help my family to become stronger. So what would some of those classes look like? Over in Acts 6-8 it says, Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs, Among the people. We talked a little bit about this in Sunday school this morning, so I tried not to talk too much about it. But I believe one of the biggest classes that you need to make sure you're passing, you need to pass that faith class, don't you? You need to have faith. You have to have, you as a Christian, in making the grade, you say, Lord, I have faith in you. And Lord, I believe your word. And Lord, I believe that if I follow in Your Word and in Your footsteps, dear Lord, that You are going to show me and give me and help me to be able to be the Christian that I want to be. This faith class is something that you have to take every day, isn't it? You have to wake up in the morning having faith in Jesus Christ. You have to go through all of your day having faith in Jesus Christ. And you also have to go to bed at night and have faith in Jesus Christ that you're going to wake up the next morning, amen? Or you're going to have faith that you're going to a much better place. Faith is something that you have to work on all the time. But faith is something that you say to yourself that you truly believe that you have faith and trust in God and no matter what, God is going to take care of you. And no matter what, God is going to give you the strength to be able to overcome it. When I was down in the hospital, we would, there would be many times, well, there was not many times, there were two or three times that the doctor came in and told Sheila that I only had a few hours to live. And we would be there and, you know, that's, that's, that's a big pill to swallow when you, when you hear that. But I could always look at Sheila Mills back there. And she would always say these words to me. We've got this. And God is going to take care of us. We've got this. And God is going to take care of us. Folks, that's faith, isn't it? I going to be honest with you. She had more faith than I did. But that's where <clears throat> we as Christians need to be, isn't it? That we have faith in God. And make sure you understand this. We have faith in God that no matter what, God can bring you through. Amen? And that's if you're passing the class. If you're failing the class on faith, then you have faith in what? Everybody else. You believe them more than you believe God. You listen to yourself more than you listen to God. You question God on why He's asking you to do certain things. You're asking God to sort of be in the back seat and let you be in the driver's seat. As Christians, that's not where we need to be. We have to have faith in God and say, I am going to make the great God. I am going to allow you to be the one that's in charge. I am going to have faith and I am going to have trust in you. Also, over in Mark eleven twenty four, it says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer... Believe that you have received it, and it is yours. Folks, that's what having that type of faith in Jesus Christ. You pray to Christ, you turn it over to Him, and what's the Scripture say there? Believe it is yours. Have that faith and trust in God. Also, another big class that you have to take, is you have to say that you are devoted to God. Over in Acts 22, 12 through 13, it says, A man named Ananias came to see me. He was a devout overseer of the law and highly respected by all the Jews living there. He stood beside me and said, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that moment, I was able to see him. This class is something that we have to have every day. Ananias was devoted to Christ every day. Ananias was the one that Christ, that God, had enough faith in him to take an old sinner like Saul, who was persecuting everybody in the world, that God had enough faith and trust in Ananias, that he was devoted enough that he would be able to be the one that would be able to lead Saul back to having salvation in his life and having to be able to see again. Today, let me ask you that question. How devoted are you to God? Where where does God rank on your priorities in life? Now, I believe as a Christian, we should say that God is number one. Amen? But do you know what that means? Do you truly know what that means? If you truly are wanting to pass this class you have to say there is nothing going to stand between you and God. That you are going to be completely devoted to Him. You are going to be devoted to Him in your life. You're going to be devoted in your family. You're going to be devoted to Him at your work. Everything that you do, you are going to say to yourself, Christ, you are first. That's that's a big step, isn't it? And not having anything else between you and Christ. As Christians today, I truly believe we could do a little better job with that, couldn't we? As Christians today, we can do a little bit better job in making that great and saying to ourselves, you know what, Christ? I'm not going to let anything stand between me and you. I'm not going to allow anything to interfere with my love that I have for you. And hopefully others will see how devoted I am to you and how I am willing to do my very best to be there for you. Ananias, bless his heart, that was a big responsibility, wasn't it? Of taking on the responsibility of talking to that old filthy sinner that was Saul was. But Christ saw how wonderful and devoted he was and dedicated to him. Also, I believe there's another class that you need to have. You need to have righteousness in your life, don't you? Just plain old righteousness. What does your life look like to pass this class? Well, I believe to have that, every choice that you make, Christ is a part of it. You have a righteous heart. You ever been around somebody that you can just know that they are a Christian? You know what I mean? They just, the way they talk, the way they handle situations, the way they are able to help others and give them direction and give them support. I, don't, I, I guarantee you there's not a single person in here this morning that when you are around Brother Charles Turner that you don't feel better. Amen? You just feel it, don't you? You, you just know it. You don't have, I, don't, I don't believe there's probably any person that ever had to come up to Brother Charles Turner before and say, are you a Christian? I don't think they ever had to do that, would they, Brother Charles? Because they see the way he lives. And it's not only the way he lives, it's just the way he conducts himself, isn't it? Always talking about the love of God and always talking about what's best for him is what's best for God and what God wants for him to have in his life. Folks, we all need to be like that, don't we? People need to see how you live and how you walk, how you conduct yourself, what your spirit is like, do they see you down and out and depressed and just can't handle the world? Or do, you, they, do they see you saying, you know what, I have righteousness in my life. I have God with me, and God is going to pull me through. You see, one of the things about these classes that we're talking about this morning, making this great, it's either pass or fail. You realize that? I always got excited with C's. Now, I saw, no, some of the rest of you wouldn't. Every once in a while, I got pretty excited with D's. Now, my daddy didn't like the D's. They wanted those A's and those B's. It took me a long time. I was at a friend's house one day and actually seen an A+. I didn't even know what that looked like. But in your Christian walk, it's pass or fail. There's no middle ground. And as Christians today, we need to reevaluate our lives. And we need to see what's going on in our life and see if we're passing it what's so great about this is in school i had to do this a lot i had to do makeup work of the rest of you had to do that before maybe stay after school or maybe they send you extra work home i was always the one that was coming up the teacher going got anything i can get a little bonus grades a couple extra points one great thing right now is this you still have time to make the grade don't you you've got a chance this morning to say, Christ, this is what I need to let go of. This is what needs to change in my life. I need to have more faith. I need to have more righteousness. I need to have more of those things in my life. And you know what the great thing is about Jesus? He will hear and answer that prayer. And you will go from failing that class to being the prize student in that class because christ loves you that much because what do we say in that scripture if you asked it it's done isn't it if you asked of christ it's already done as you utter those words so today what do you need what would make you feel better today what would have to have what would have to happen for you to be able to have a little extra pep in your step what would you need to lay at the foot of the cross of jesus today this morning, whatever those things are, maybe it's time to allow Jesus Christ into your heart and into your life. Wonderful time to do that. Be a great time to do that. Maybe there's something you need to lay down on the altar this morning and let that go. I already know we're going to be blessed with a new member here this morning. Maybe there's somebody else that would like to come and be a part of the church as well. Whatever that is, make sure that you make that grade. And you listen to Jesus this morning as we have our closing song.